I was scared. I was scared. I was scared too. You were listening to. I was scared to Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Chucky, the Leprechaun. Take it away, Mr. Movies. Get in hell, kid cinema. Oh, oh, woo, indeed. Listeners out there. Are you, can you hear us? Can you are you ready? Good. Cuz we got something to tell you. Yeah. You are listening to. I was scared to. It's a horror movie podcast. Horror movie podcast. Hosted by just just the two the, guys. Just two guys. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. There's podcasts out there that's one guy. Mhm. There's podcasts out there that are three guys. Heck, there are even podcasts that are out there that are two guys. Yeah. But this podcast is hosted by two guys. You know what I say about what I'm always saying about podcasts and <laughs> how that? many hosts? Yeah. I say that if you're going to have a podcast, one guy, that's not enough. And three guys, that's too much. <laughs> three is actually not that bad. Podcasts and martinis and testicles are all alike in that. I... One, not enough. Three, too many. Two, let's get them out. Um, and I'm Kid Cinema. And I'm Mr. Movies. And together we're Mr. Movies and Kid Cinema. Or together Kid Cinema we are Mr. Mr. Movies and Mr. Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Mr. Yeah, yeah. Movies and Kid Cinema, yeah. Getting it, out. Today, Getting it out there because there's a lot to talk about today. There's a lot. Of, oh, yeah. The docket is loaded, as they say. But we're not alone to discuss Mm-mm. the movie of the day. We're joined by a dear friend. Someone, and this is crazy, Kid Cinema has never met before. <laughs> yeah, yes, this is true. If you can believe it. And who is it? Well, that arrows it down, the listeners are saying. Like, well, I know everyone <laughs> that Fesh knows. But, uh, why, it must be Colby Smith. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Of course, nice Colby. Here. Yeah, how are you? Nice to meet you. I will now make it my mission for this podcast to make a really good impression on Kid <laughs> Cinema. And the charm offensive is starting now. Yeah. <laughs> Which I got to say, not to, you know, I- I've made a prediction of how your friendship will go. Oh boy, but okay. not to tip my hat too much. I think you guys are will get along swimmingly. Oh, Hashtag man. swimming, okay. which the could yes. expectations <laughs> are high now, John. Yes, <laughs> which is which. Maybe that's just me trying to sabotage it in my own little way. Is there a game of cat and mouse afoot? You <laughs> said it. Oh I'm su- there's such suspense going on right now, JZT. Oh, yes, I'm so in my head about this potential. <laughs> <laughs> But let's see. Listeners, this is the last episode of our special month of January. Uh, Five Friday month, if you can believe it. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be like, this is our last episode ever. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Super casually. Oh, by the way, listeners, uh, the podcast is over. All right. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the plug got pulled. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's the last of Hitchcock month, a special five-month Friday event. Or Friday... Five Friday month event. That's right. We've um, been covering the films of Alfred Hitchcock, a man we've established is British, but not really. Is. It, he's but he's British. not. Wait, he is. Kind of, he's, he's British. Okay. He's British. <laughs> he's fat. He's fat. He was the inspiration for the movie Hitch. <laughs> and Hancock. And Hancock. Uh, hashtag problematic. 
and was banned from Disneyland. I think those are the six facts that we've put. (laughs) Yes. And um, let's go down the list and see if Colby is any of those things, too. Colby, are you British? (laughs) I am not British. Hey, man, are you fat or what? (laughs) Well... I, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I'm not fat. I'm hey, not that's a fat guy. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong I with that. I can almost see you being like, well, you know, maybe my body is. Everyone thinks you. they are. And then they that never was my are. temptation. My temptation was to be like, well, you know, in the winter, I've put on. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. But objectively, Colby, not a fat guy. Mm. And that's beautiful. Damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,. What was the th- uh, are you uh, banned you from the... are you oh, banned okay. from Disneyland? We can jump around a little bit. Yeah, Colby, have you been banned from Disneyland? <laughs> I tell you what, once this pandemic is over, I will be. <laughs> 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 I've got some big stuff planned for Disneyland in the fall. <laughs> oh, watch out! <laughs> Get out of town. Yeah, there is. I mean, shout out to in the future the future person who's first person banned from Disneyland post quarantine. <laughs> yes, shout out. Ooh, we gotta say big news. Have oh. you seen uh, Jay Leno? Have you yeah. seen uh, one of my Jay Leno? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> uh, they've canceled the annual pass. I I did see this. I did hear about uh, this. Wild I, stuff. I think that it makes sense considering yep. um, it's been closed for nearly a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there are no signs of it happening anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and seemingly when they do come back, it's like, well, we don't want to like allow these certain assholes to just come back every day. Well, right. You know, It'll be it will be chaotic, you know. I think they got to do it in waves. I think it's got to be treated just just like the uh, the uh, the vaccine, where it's like <laughs> every two weeks yeah. we had a new list of people who are allowed to go to Disneyland. Yeah, I, I I as I'm sure you guys were as well members to I was a, a member to a couple of like cinemas in New York, and at sure. the beginning of the pandemic, they were like. They were like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. Like, we'll put these couple months on your membership. Like, it'll it'll, right. it'll go through next yes. year." And now they will not return my email. <laughs> <laughs> I had a yeah, I had a film forum membership at Me I think too. like three months left. I think like yeah, it was like almost, maybe like it was like a month away from like the first year when it happened. They're like, "Guys, we're gonna honor that." And then they were a couple months later. They're like, "Hey, so um, we uh." Would love it if you could just give us the money. And like, okay, well, yeah, okay. Alamo was very open about that initial uh, right off the gate. They were like, "Hey, you know," because they had just launched their like membership thing a month before this all went down, and so they're like, "Hey, every, nobody's gonna, you know, we're freezing everything. Um, if you would still like to support for you know, just in order to do so, here's a way to." But there was no sense of obligation from that. Um, when yeah. gyms were briefly reopened. Uh, I got in there real quick to cancel that because <laughs> they were like doing this thing where it's like, all right, now the gyms are open. We understand that not, not everybody's going to be excited to come back. So we're going to have a two-month freeze. But then after that, it is on you. to. And I'm like, whatever, just can't like cancel it. And I went in and they were like, you do know it's already frozen, right? I'm like, yes, <laughs> cancel it, cancel it. Oh, hell yeah. That oh my god that reminds me of when I went to Crunch Gym to I oh my god I started a Crunch Gym membership in like February <laughs> <laughs> uh, just holy <laughs> no idea and then, like, oh yeah yeah 
Yeah, Film Forum was doing this this like T-shirt promo in like April, I want to say, mm. and I ordered one, of course. And then they were like, "Okay, like thank you for your order, but just so you know, we will not be filling these until you know the theater is open again." Jeez and then I peace. they they finally they gave up on that in like July or something. They're like, <laughs> you know, what? we're gonna have to start shipping these T-shirts out. It's been what, the, the the cycle of like, yeah, I'm gonna support things. To wait, I gotta like hoard myself like yeah yeah it's such a difficult ride and and what a ride but now in that listeners oh wait wait other so colby not british not fat and you're not the inspiration for hitch are you yes not the inspiration for hitch or hancock that remains to be seen (laughs) oh i'm gonna say i don't know how old colby is but i can i'm gonna guess you were roughly like 14 years old when the movie hitch came out yeah, I think I was. I think I was third. No, I was fourteen. Actually, very good. <laughs> oh hell yeah! And what was the last? No, we jumped around. So that's all of them, right? Oh, are, are you, you hashtag problematic? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. I have a crystal clean <laughs> record. I have never had an opinion anyone has ever disagreed with. <laughs> Terrific. Uh. <laughs> so let's lay into today's topic: Israel. <laughs> well, now wait oh, a minute. Hey, I got you there. Hold on. Hold on there. I, I do feel compelled for the first time on this horror movie podcast to issue a trigger warning. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, what the hell, man? This is. I, I'm so glad you <sighs> said. You know what? I yeah. was. I was thinking to myself. I just thought Colby would be a fun guest, someone fun to have on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It just so happened. I'm like, oh, f- hey, how about friend? You know. There's a world in which I ask someone who is not Colby to be on this podcast, <laughs> having done no research no about research, the movie, yeah. where, yeah, I really, <laughs> it's a whole can of worms where I have it ruined is. someone's day. and Lovely. Well... Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll dig in or, or, or avoid whatever we need to avoid. But I do yeah. think if this weren't. Not that it deserves any respect, but but just like the, by having it be an Alfred Hitchcock movie, there is just that initial thing of like, all right, it, it's not like we sent him, or sent anybody like a weird indie movie that just opens with something like this, right? Yeah, for no real reason. <laughs> uh, I'm not defending this, but it just in terms of uh, I'm defending our decision to have Colian talking about yes, it yeah, more yeah. than I am about Alfred Hitchcock's decision <laughs> yeah. to yeah. do what he did. Yes. Uh, but I will say this. So it's a five Friday month, and you know we were putting this together, and I was going through the Hitchcocks to say which w- w- what fit our you know parameters the most. And I remember reading about this movie, and I thought this would be an interesting one to end on because it's always talked about when it's like Hitchcock trying to – he 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 was previously doing his own shit. He was being a master over here. Yes. And this is a movie where he goes, "All right, I've seen what thrillers have become. I'm going to try to do their thing mm. better." And then you watch this movie and you're like, <laughs> "Could you use some Hitchcock in this movie? <laughs> like there's yeah, yeah. nothing in it that feels like that guy had anything to do with it." It's no. It does not feel contemporary to 1972 at all. I mean, like, The Godfather comes out the next year. The French (laughs) Connection comes out the year after that. Like, it's crazy that these are all, like, contemporaries. Yeah. 
Jeez. I would say like the only Hitchcocky moments are the boring parts where it's like, sure. like just the very chatty, like, call, sure. like, you know, the two British older gentlemen at the pub having a discussion about. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the, but that's the thing. It's like, oh, sorry. We also didn't finish our trigger warning. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, just to be more specific is that, yeah, this is, this is about a serial killer and rapist. Yes. And they're very explicit for the time. Very explicit. Uh, you know, scenes. Yes. Just yes. so, just a heads up. Um, but yeah, British guys talking. This is also the only British characters that we've covered. Correct. Hitchcocking yeah. uh, months, months. He and, did uh, start off in in England, yeah. and then he moved to America. One yeah. fa- seventh fact. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, that's true. And. Yes, and and I, I we'll have to look. Also, I don't know if you noticed. I'll have to look it up. But the title this movie's called Frenzy. Sure, but it's based on a book with the most goddamn British title possible. <laughs> what, what, let's hear it. Let's. I'll have. I, I know Piccadilly is in the title. Well, there you have it. <laughs> it's like a way. It, it's something to the effect of "Gone from Piccadilly, my dear," or oh no, see, not let's, let's, better let's, title than Frenzy, I think. Here it is. Goodbye, Piccadilly. Farewell, Leicester Square. Jesus. Oh, wow. Just like. Uh, but I do think you're that tells you what you're more in for than the title Frenzy. When I think Frenzy, yeah. I'm like, either that's like a Piranha movie or yeah. straight up like, you know, Galio slasher buckets of blood, you know. but Exactly. Like yeah, is, a, a zombie-ish type thing of like sure. a feeding frenzy. Yeah, yeah, but this is a uh, more like a a slow, <laughs> a slow pattern of violence. <laughs> well, you know what I think of when I hear the title frenzy? Uh, oh, six fr- six friends, half I male, half female, to make this... living in Manhattan. <laughs> I was trying uh, to make dating. that work. I was trying to make it work. Couldn't come we, up with it. We should take a well, bit, yeah. You know, we'll, the the title is like it sounds like a Hitchcock title. Yes. Like it feels like a pretty, a, a, a pretty direct attempt on his part or or the distributor's part, or whoever made the decision to like evoke Psycho. It's yes. like it's it's, it's similar from like, the visionary general... mind who brought yes, you Psycho. Exactly. Yeah. The, yes. 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 Uh, but it 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 just tells you nothing about the movie or <laughs> like at least with Psycho, you know, there's going to be a Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And as but we always talk about, with like, rope, you get a rope two seconds into yes, that movie. Yes, there's a rope and rope, and <laughs> this is just like, this is going to be crazy. And then it's so fucking boring. And then when it's not boring, it's, I don't want to watch it. Like, yeah. it's such a, <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, I mean, the scene where the guy, the the killer, is like in the back of the tr- the potato truck. Yeah. Like, so much time is wasted of him just like trying to, pull this body out of the potato sack and it's just like this could have been a a, a fun sequence but instead it's just like dragged out and just like any tension is so gone by the end just like oh just get the fucking body out of the goddamn (laughs) it's that that sequence was very i feel like i learned about suspense through that in, in in its failing because sure here's the thing yeah so the setup to that is the the rapist murderer character the villain of the movie. Someone else is blamed and framed, but the villain of the movie kills, ra- ra- you know, does all the bad stuff to mm-hmm. this, the, the protagonist's like love interest, 
mm-hmm. kills her, hides her bag in a bag of potatoes in the back of a truck. But oh no, he left his little brooch pin or she has it, you know? Yeah. So he he has to he has to sneak into this truck to get it back. But he's a I don't know, it just it goes to show like suspense doesn't work when it's like the villain, you know, like yeah. who are we rooting for, you know? Right. Um I do think there's a little bit to that with framing, though. I, again, mm-hmm. I know we're a, a, a horror movie podcast, but with, and so viewing it through that lens, yeah, you don't see Freddy put together his plans for a reason. But like, mm. I again, I don't know that Hitchcock is necessarily thinking. Again, it's a thriller, so it's on the line. There is tension into into that. I don't. Yes. Again, who we're talking about here? <laughs> uh. Obviously, yes, he is still intended to be the villain, but mm-hmm. I do think this is also intended to be like a the world is kind of twisted, man. There are you know, it's it's all everyone's kind of bad. Obviously, this guy's the worst, but like, I don't know. I I I, I do think it's supposed to be less black and white than that, but it, you know, that's also a criticism and failing of its own. Uh, but I, yeah, I agree that. In order for tension to exist, you have to have empathy yeah. for the person you're dealing with. Yes, and that—that's a huge failing here, is because yeah, I want this fucker to get caught. Yeah, guy, yeah, like like that's it. <laughs> I think in like so many good suspense sequences, you're like, oh my god, I want that person to live. Yeah, and yeah. I think they might die. And in this, yeah. you're like, or Keenan and Kel. I don't want their dad <laughs> to find out what they're up to. Yes, <laughs> they're gonna yeah. get in so much trouble. <laughs> I used to get so anxious watching Keenan and Kel. Because yeah. it was like, they're going to get in so much trouble. Which, by the way, crazy you mentioned Keenan and Kel. Apparently, mm. Keenan's going to be in a sitcom hey. called Keenan. About time, huh? With uh, Chris Red oh, and okay. yeah. no Don way. Johnson. Okay. <laughs> and cool. the premise is it's uh-huh. a three man job raising two kids. <laughs> huh. Presumably, Keenan is like a widower or like. Sure inherits oh, two man. kids and it's a three-man job <laughs> In- raising two kids <laughs> inherits two kids <laughs> uh which well, i got which also you know i gotta say i'm always saying this when it comes mm. to raising two kids it's a lot like a martini a podcast or <laughs> testicles one is not enough three is too many so that's your note for keenan is lose either don johnson or or chris red yes if you I- had to who would you lose I'm going to say lose. Wow. Sorry, lose Chris Red. Oh, wow. He's just, the, uh, not as much star power. That's it. it not, as much, not as much. I feel like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, you know, Chris Red's got so much potential left on SNL. Okay. And you so think you he'd wanna, be wasted you as cut like the. Chris Red from the show so he can stay at SNL. <laughs> it's SNL <laughs> yeah. ultimately that you're thinking of. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking of the good of, you know. Well, then then put Don Johnson back on Saturday Night Live. That's fair. You know what? Yes. <laughs> I, by saying by back, I assume he's hosted at some point, right? Like, yeah. Surely he Don must. Or done yeah. a cameo. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's now. <laughs> Of SNL. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Don Johnson, if Lauren, if you're listening, you already had Alec Baldwin on every week for four years. Yeah. Have yeah, another uh, Johnson's guy. Biden now. Great. Yeah. There it is. Ooh. Hey, that probably would be <laughs> fine. <laughs> Who Carrie is leaving, right? Carrie's not doing it anymore. 
I he must because that's not going well by anyone's right. metrics. Just get Sudeikis back if the, yeah, if this if is what we're doing. Back, Obviously, you should have a cast Sudeikis member do back. it. But yeah, it should be get Sudeikis. But uh, you know, anyway. there's a lot to there's hopefully a lot to look forward to with President Biden. One of which might be no celebrities on the cast of SNL anymore. On the cast, yeah. Again, cast, you got yeah. the whole because the thing about Saturday Night Live is your host should be a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> Anytime they've had a host that wasn't cele- a celebrity, oh, went for it. Yeah. Anytime, I, I I will tell you guys a brief story about that, which is when I was when I was Ooh. I think thirteen. You know, at the that's when you like love SNL. You know, like when you're in middle school, you're like staying up late. It's like exciting and dangerous. You know. So my <laughs> yes. family takes our yep. first, yeah. uh, just like vacation like trip to visit new york city and my mother of course knows that i love snl and she's like you know we got to do a studio tour of 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 8h and i was like yeah we got to and it's like we go and the page (laughs) is leading us around it's just like the first episode of 30 rock it's like this page in that exact uniform is like leading us around and and the page goes and if you look down through this window you can see where this week's host is talking to one of the writers. And I look down, and it's fucking Brian <gasps> Williams. <laughs> I was so pissed off. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Fucking Brian Williams. I hate that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was brutal. And that is kind of the metaphor for my entire oh, New York experience. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Brian Williams, father of Allison Williams. Yeah, let's not forget. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. Wowie. Wowie. Brian Williams uh, playing Biden. I don't know. Could be good. That could work. <laughs> Conflict of interest, maybe. Who knows? Well, yes. I don't. know. Does he still have a job? But he did the. He was the lying. He guy, got right? fired because he. Yes, he lied. And he got replaced by Lester Holt, who's now, you heard it here, folks, my favorite <laughs> newscaster. Hey, congrats, me, Lester. Yeah, Lester, you do it for me and my mom. We love to watch you tell us what happened today. <laughs> but, which also, you know, how about this Bernie Sanders boy, oh boy. meme, huh? <laughs> A lot can happen in 24 hours, huh? Sure yeah, is it just me or did the internet go hog wild? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the internet went hog wild for this meme. It was a a weird time where I was like, "Wait, there's no like terror to just be ranting about." We just oh, I guess let's just go crazy with it this did meme. It kind of feel like the way it's memes for you. The like the only way the internet could celebrate Biden being inaugurated was to somehow <laughs> yeah. say about Bernie. <laughs> and I'm here for it. A lot of those made me laugh. Yeah. And, but what I do, yeah, w- w- I. W- what I love about it is like there's there's no angle. It's literally just like, <laughs> what if this were here? And what if we were there? Yeah. Yeah. And what if we were here? Like, no, there's no comment. There's no. It's just Bernie was dressed like that yesterday. It's just like, I, He's yeah, sitting down in a chair. I described it to my mom. It's like he looks kind of cranky, but kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's wearing mittens, and that's it. Yep. Um, has anyone done <laughs> Elf on a Shelf with Bernie yet? I mean, I know Christmas season's done, but that's good I opportunity. Saw, my favorite hey, one that Christmas. I saw was him, like, in that in Phantom Menace when Qui-Gon is sitting behind the, like, laser door, meditating, waiting for it to open up, and <laughs> continues to fight <laughs> Darth Maul. There's, there's one. There's of, Bernie. 
Bernie a couple layers behind him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's have Bernie (laughs) play Biden on Saturday Night Live. That would be great. (laughs) Right? Oh, that would be tremendous. (laughs) Could be cool. Yeah. Ooh, and uh, Elizabeth Warren could play Jenna Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Who I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot of. Yeah, it's a lot of politicians. Kind of stretching in their acting ability. (laughs) Um, Bobby Moynihan played Hitchcock on Saturday Night Live once when January Jones hosted. They did a Rear Window sketch. They did like a sketch about the making of Rear Window. I forget what the actual premise was, but uh, Hitchcock was the director of that, obviously, and so Bobby played him. My guess would be, what's the premise of that? (laughs) Not very interesting. (laughs) Not very good. Uh, that January Jones episode was very bad in my yeah. memory. There was recently, I believe, maybe it was when John Mulaney recently hosted, they did a Birds parody sketch that oh. was not good. What was the angle there? You know, they, it was that thing, like, I think it was like Turner Classic Movies was the framing, like, huh, mm-hmm. did you? And like Keenan, speaking of Keenan, was the host. Hey. It's like, this deleted scene shows, lava, yeah. you know, just. That's a rotating one that I feel like they've been doing yeah. for there was one. There, <laughs> yeah. I, it's not uh, the yeah. most recent time he hosted. I believe it was the episode before that where they did a similar one where it was like it was like a deleted scene from. Uh, uh, I, I think it's to have and have not the first Lauren Bacall Humphrey Bogart movie where there's that famous line where she says, "You do know how to whistle, mm-hmm. don't you?" It's you just push your lips together and blow. And it's Kay McKinnon, and she cannot whistle, and the whole whole sketch is her just like failing <laughs> to whistle. And you know, it's just like dumb physical stuff, but I really like it. <laughs> That's nice. That's um, I'm nice. Th- I'm throwing the rear window uh, sketch on my phone on silent. I'll just check back on that every now and again to see what I think the premise is based off of my memory from the uh, what Kid now? Cinema. You Thank you. Fourteen years ago. Is it rear window? Yeah. I'm a psycho man myself. I think I might have to go with strangers oh, on a train. That one. Actually. Mm. It's. I watched it in a high school class, video production class, and I really liked it. I haven't seen it and in a that's long what, time. But. That's what Throw Mama from the Train is is a remake of, right? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. It's like two strangers on a train, and like, huh, one of them is like a little if crazy. If you murder my wife and I murder your wife, they can't trace it back to either of us. Exactly. strangers, right? That's it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So far, Hitchcock is uh, directing okay. <laughs> in the sketch. Uh, we who do we got? We got uh, Sudeikis is playing Jimmy Stewart. That's pretty. Yeah, that's good. Pretty January good. Jones is uh, Grace Kelly. They do yeah. look like exactly smart, the same. Smart. January Jones and Grace Kelly. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. January Jones is like a fun one. She's a little out there. Yeah. from what all I've her, read, her Instagram is like mm, really unhinged in a very well, entertaining way. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is she like posting <laughs> deep fried memes or is she? What is no. she doing? It's just like she'll just do like one minute videos, like, "Hey guys, uh, I'm gonna tap dance <laughs> the for best you." One and was like, where what? she was locked out <laughs> of her house. Of and it's like sat in her car, <laughs> was just like, "Hey guys, I still am locked out of my house. Um, no one's come with my key." <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, Colby, so is is your favorite? Uh, I, I think it's uh, definitely rear between Rear Window and Psycho. I think for if you like high school, college, I was yeah. all about Rear Window, and then I I revisited Psycho recently, and I was like, I think this might actually be the best one. The only problem with Psycho is that ending. 
the like the where they just like explain. Yeah, is there a backstory on that? Was it feels like the kind of thing that like the studio had made him tack on at the end? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Is this like, oh, we don't think anybody? It, it's basically you couldn't Google Psycho uh, ending explained at the time, so they had to just put it into the movie itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like, uh, we need, it, yeah, the studio mandated yeah. it. And he's so like, fuck it, fine, I don't give a shit. It seems like the premise is that uh, Grace Kelly is making a, a big mistake each take. And my memory is knocking around. I think she might be wow. farting. I believe, I believe she's, yeah. And Alfred Hitchcock has to come in don't to be like, hey, don't fart. That's <laughs> uh, uh, sketch, co- sketch comedy. And it's this sketch is five minutes and thirty two seconds long, <laughs> and I'm turning it off because now that's done. Um, so Frenzy takes place in jolly old England. Um, yes, we get a cameo from Alfred Hitchcock pretty early on, just in the crowd. Do we? Uh, I missed it, and I, I assumed it would happen early on. Yeah, He's just in he, a crowd. Yeah, he, he gets him out of the way real, real quickly uh, towards the end there. Um, yeah, there's a. Uh, there's a strangler on the loose, right? Yes. There's like, <laughs> it's like we're on the, there's a, where we, we open with a helicopter shot yeah. of the Thames River, which is one of the silliest spelled rivers. T-H-I-E-M-E-S? In the... Ex- yes. Just a silly way to spell a river, <laughs> if you ask me. It looks like it'd be the Thames River, but no, no, no. Thames, even. Yeah, that that would work, but no. Thames. What are some no? What are some other oh, no, dumbass no, river names? No, no, that's okay. Let's, let's uh, I mean, sound Mississippi. off of some rivers. No, no, Mississippi. That's a, a dumbass river. M i s s i s s. I'm bored already. I'm giving up. I, this, the name of this river is too long. Thumbs down on that river. Fuck that yeah. river. Okay. Mason Dixon is a line, not a river. Mason Dixon's a line. <laughs> Waxahachie, I believe, is a creek, and I only know that because there's a band named after it. Yeah. Um, the Seine. I can't think. Of, I mean, there's the Ohio the River, which River. is just the what is it in France? <laughs> oh. oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, oh my yes, God, yes. I didn't realize oh, he had such Nile. a highbrow elitist on the podcast. Guys, the Nile. The Nile. The Nile. You I gotta, gotta say, give a shout out to the Nile. Yeah, I like the Nile River. Never yeah, been there. The Nile's good. Probably Nile's never good. will, but good. <laughs> no, river. I certainly never will. But the Nile's <laughs> a good. River. My mom asked me recently, "Would now? you ever want to go to Africa?" And I don't think I would. Like mm. not the, like I don't know. I, it just seems it's very oh. far away, mm. and you gotta get a I lot of shots see to the go Sphinx, there. I think. Mm. I just um, I don't think I not that. That's that. that yeah, I mean, cool, there's definitely yeah. cool shit there. Yeah. Yes. There's yeah. All those uh, big waterfalls and stuff. There's a bunch of cool stuff in Africa, man. Oh yeah, it, I'm sure it's beautiful, and there's animals. Yeah. But what I choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Well, uh, I worked at a restaurant. There's a wonderful guy from uh, West Africa, I believe, or a part of Africa where they I forget, but he spoke French as his language. Yeah. And uh, he 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 said, "Hey, you want to come to Africa with me sometime?" I was like, "Yeah, okay." He's like, "Dude, yeah. you blew it. There was your chance. You should have gone." I know. Okay. He made it sound like I would have been treated very well. So, <laughs> and so Sayuba, if you're listening, yeah. I'm down. <laughs> I have reconsidered your offer. What a quick one, idiot! <laughs> yeah. <took> on that. 
just remembering yeah. a former co-worker. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, because then he also said, go. he's like, oh, would you want to come after him? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you like, uh, you like hot women? I go, yeah, yeah I do. He's like, oh, many hot babies. Mama. Many <laughs> I think hot he said, babies Mama's in there. Let a hot women in there where I'm from. I'm like, oh, all right. Maybe <laughs> hot yeah. babies. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to see some hot babies. Let's go now. Yeah. Also, a little setting. Oh, yes. Yeah. It opens on the Thames. The Thames, yeah. <laughs> and there's a large crowd gathered, All and like right, a mayor okay. type or a governor, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> oh, very good. He's like on a, a constable, podium. or is that Ooh. a cop? A constable is a cop, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. They're not a constable. But I'm sure there's constables around because you know it's a public gathering. You got to protect the elected official yeah yeah and he's given some speech it's like oh it's it's very not i don't know it's like we're going to be safer now and then it's like look there's a body in the river and yes. a naked woman you get the ass up exposition yeah. with a tie ever, around her random neck. characters in the crowd are Floats like that must be another necktie murder. <laughs> yeah yes he's claimed another one i see <laughs> like Yeah, and then, geez, Louise, we cut to so right there. Yeah, uh, don't we think it's again? I don't know the man's goal here, but if this guy's supposed to be about suspense and thrilling, wouldn't it be better to not for us, the audience, not to know that there is uh, a necktie killer out there? So when it starts to happen before our eyes, it feels like something. <laughs> yeah, well, it's as opposed like... to just like okay, there he is. I feel like it's like structurally you have to explain it so you know that it's out there in the world so but, that but there can that's be, what's yeah. so but, yeah. thrilling about Psycho. Yes, the name of the movie is Psycho so you know something's going down. But the way it unfolds is not They don't go, "Hey, everybody who's gone to that motel uh, a couple miles north has ended up dying, all right? Now yeah. don't mix up which hotel motel you're going to and then we go see the motel." The other thing with that too is like I think it, it would be so much more thrilling to find out who the real killer is, you know, later as opposed to like yeah. right away and then not deal with it. Yeah. As and I don't know, then instead just every time this fucker shows up on screen, you're like, which we got to talk about this guy's hair. I mean, mm. he's got like, it looks like he's like a redheaded guy who's dyed the top of his hair blonde, but then he has like orange red that, that is the most 70s he's thing in the movie, ugly as that hell. guy's <laughs> that guy's look but yeah he looks like yeah, yeah. he looks yeah. like in several shots of the movie he looks like the henchman from home alone who is not joe pesci <laughs> yes sure uh marv it's like it's really bizarre uh um, you heard it here but yeah he's like wearing these like marv. suits and he just like like, I don't know what I don't know. The whole th his whole character is very strange to me. Where I, his job is like very vague, where he like handles food somehow, but he's just like wearing a suit every day, and like it's very odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think he like he might be like the owner of a grocery store or something, but he lives with his mom, or he has a, a he has a British mom, <laughs> yes. and he goes, oh, "Hey, my oh, mom." Yeah. And he's, <laughs> and so our main character yeah. is a real. Ah, oh, this guy sucks too. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 
there's he, he it's like his save the cap he's like he's down and out he's he's a piece of shit his mm-hmm. life sucks mm-hmm. he's divorced he like used to be in the army but or he kind of used to have a reputable job but now he's just like a shitty bartender and he gets fired from his bartending job because he's drinking on the job and his offense is always going to pay them back later it's like drinking on the job man like what the hell like it's <laughs> yeah. like a, it's like they're attempted like oh but he's a good guy like he was gonna pay them back for the the gin that he's stealing yeah or the brandy he's stealing like well but this is what i'm saying with the again shades of gray isn't the right term but the 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 moral relativism uh that i feel he's again going for is the wrong word because this movie right. doesn't seem to really have a goal but uh <laughs> yeah. it's it's just that it's not as clean cut well, they're. Yeah. De- I think they are definitely trying to tee up that he's gonna be the right. killer, right? Because I know I watched this with my mom, and she's like, "Oh, he's the killer, right?" And she was yeah. calling him the killer mm. before the killing. Yeah, well, there's a happened. cut at the, near the mm. beginning of the movie where it goes from like a a close shot of the necktie around the woman's neck to the our main character like putting on a necktie. And so you were supposed to think like, "Oh boy, oh brother, right. two neckties." <laughs> uh yeah i just feel like for hitchcock like it's a two-hour movie again and so what that means (laughs) is nothing really starts happening until about 48 minutes in um yeah and so to me when we are seeing that scene where it's shown who the necktie strangler is it felt early that even yeah. though it was almost an hour in, it still felt early for what this runtime is. Yeah. So then, yeah, we just throw that entire again, no tension, no mystery anymore. It's just now a matter of yeah, I hope it's like other people there really don't is mix no, these two and up. I feel like he <laughs> yeah. does this a little bit in other movies as well. I'm thinking of Shadow of a Doubt also, where it's just like. It's so obvious who the killer is in that movie. Like, I, I am sick of people saying Shadow of a Doubt is, like, secretly the best Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah. It's like, mm. it's fucking not. It's super, it's so obvious uh, the whole time, and Joseph Cotton is so wooden <laughs> in it, and it's, like, not <laughs> menacing. I don't know. Uh, I've just seen him be so charming in other movies, <laughs> and I feel like it would work so much better if he were that guy first, and then it's, like, revealed that he's actually capable of these horrible things. Anyway, we're not talking about Shadow of the Doubt. The point is, the point is, is that there is this like weird device in this movie where it's like it's very obvious uh, okay like he wants you to think that the main character is the killer and then when you know when when arf comes in and is like uh you know starts you know assaulting and and murdering the the main character's ex-wife it's like uh uh oh you thought it was this guy psych it's actually this guy and yet again there's like no wondering what's going on there's no like oh this is getting good it's like oh it was that oh all right fine (laughs) right if you're gonna do a whole frame job thing that has to be we have to be in right uh, we can't be privy to the whole process and then needs to be like a reveal at the end to be like haha the plan was either foiled or successful either way here's how it was done (laughs) <laughs> when we just watch it happen in somewhat real time it's just like uh okay yeah and and then yeah then the whole framing is well i i think i saw that guy coming out so i guess it's hit it, it's like mm-hmm. the evidence of like why they assume it's this guy is so weak and 
and he just runs. It's very. Well, he bizarre. owns a couple neckties. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. So put him on the list. It is also. You think just this doing. is why neckties fell out of fashion? Yes. They this weren't as ubiquitous after this point. Is because nobody wanted to be assumed to care. You're banned from Disneyland, and now you're banned from this men's warehouse. All right. Oof. I bet the necktie industry had a had a real. They were. A they beef said, with- "All right, <laughs> you get to make one you. more movie, Alfred Hitchcock, and then you're done." <laughs> When you least expect it, though, you know we're not telling you what how far off after that movie it's going to be. I do just have to say we talked a lot about in our birds episode about the Mm. misogyny of Hitchcock, and uh, Mm. our guest had a pretty you know read on it. I was like, this movie that was very subtextual in the subtextual, and then this, (laughs) yeah, like you know, and then this movie is just like Jesus Christ, the lack of. Care towards the women in it, like truly. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. Again, it's it's what people think most horror movies are. People who don't care about horror movies and just write them off as misogynist, whatever, assume it's this. (laughs) Like, because it is just like two, particular, like yeah, two women die in this movie. I mean, multiple, two main, you know, multiple. Two characters are killed in front of us. Yes, and they are. One is the ex-wife of our protagonist the other is like the current girlfriend and he as far as i remember does not mourn their deaths at all no it is purely like they're dead oh no they're gonna blame me it's like what the fuck yeah how does there are only two other (laughs) female characters in the movie that i recall one is the well okay yes there's three one is the mom <laughs> the mom uh the other is the wife of his like old army buddy <laughs> who he tries to hide out with who who just treats him like absolute shit mm. yeah exactly she yes. real, she treats him like shit the whole time He's a real and stick then in the mud <laughs> is like if if we go to the police we won't get to go to paris <laughs> So she's like a harpy also. And then the only other and then, character yes. is the chief inspector's yeah. wife who's making him eat all this food he doesn't want to eat, which is genuinely, I thought, a pretty funny uh, running gag right. in the whole thing. Right. Uh, but still, it just you know would be more <laughs> yeah. welcome in a movie that, that, that tries a, a, a woman character that is not completely deserved. Yeah, it's totally off, but it is kind of fun. She's like, ooh, I read about this recipe, and it looks bad. And the dude just eats, like, three English breakfasts a day when she's not there. She has some line. They really do look good. She has some line that really And those English breakfasts look pretty good. He he said, like, what what do you think I want for for dinner tonight? And the way she says, steak and a baked potato. (laughs) It just really got me. (laughs) There's also a, a, a very a moment where one of the other police officers is coming over to his house. And she comes <laughs> in and she goes, I'll make you a margarita. Ooh. And it is treated like, uh, okay, fucking crazy lady. The shit is a margarita. And it's just like, well. well uh, I mean, yeah, time and place. I don't know if that's the most common thing in the world at that point. I guess you know? so, yeah. It's just funny now to be like, <laughs> I guess in 1972, a margarita was a 
crazy. Right. But you go back and watch, you know, movies from the late 80s and everything yeah. that has to do with the world of business is like, what is this sushi yeah. these guys are taking yeah. me out to eat? We should like, make this movie now, but his. Yeah. Uh, or hummus in the early thousands. Go keto. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is this almond flour? Uh, you want me, but I like, but I like bread. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that brings us to the uh, a portion of the pod we've discovered through Hitchcock oh. Month. How would we modernize <laughs> the movie Frenzy? Yes. For example, Psycho and Vertigo <laughs> are Psych.0 and Vertigo.0. <laughs> <laughs> the birds is R slash burbs. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> so how would we make Frenzy more modern? <laughs> I think I, I'll start. The title is FRZ yeah. dash and a big E. Oh, friends E. <laughs> yes, it's on oh, the and the R now. capitalized too. F lowercase. No, <laughs> capital F lowercase R, N capitalized dash Z. So there is no E in the at all. Correct. Yeah, lose the E. It's cleaner. <laughs> Great. All right, I think we got yes. it, and it's all yes. the, he meets these people yeah. on the internet before he kills them, right? I think so. Yeah, because in our <laughs> version of Psycho, it's uh, it turns into that movie Transcendence. Yes, <laughs> where yeah, Nor- yeah, yeah. Norman Bates absorbs all technology. <laughs> uh, well, great, we solved that. And 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 you know what? What the fucking the the blonde man, the ugly man. Mm-hmm. The he's murder, yeah. logging. He's logging into the main character's Instagram <gasps> or, or Tinder or something. Yeah, yeah. Bringing these girls over and killing them and then leaving his Tinder profile open. <laughs> and the message of the movie is you got to get verified on Tinder. Change your passwords. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. These uh, iPhones these days, man, <laughs> they're getting real oh, uh, nanny state, if you ask me. <laughs> I, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I don't need to pass code on my phone personally. It's just not from something that I, it's always in my pocket, so I'm not. I don't put it on, and now it doesn't auto save passwords because it's like, well, it's not safe. We we can't put in a password for you because you don't have a passcode in, and anybody could steal. It's like they stole my phone. <laughs> I'm already worried about that. It's like <laughs> they have my phone already. Uh, it's it's a, I'm with you. I you know I hate. To, I always say I hate to be that Take guy, it. but I'm like I got nothing to steal. Like hacking would what be it, a favor. Yeah, yeah. Take my shit. My phone is the valuable thing. You have my phone already, so it's fine. You think I? <laughs> <laughs> you think I got valuable nudes in my photos? No, I ain't got. <laughs> I ain't got no originals in there. Take them. <laughs> what do you mean by wait? So what? You what? Huh? I don't what know. What do you have like, in there that aren't originals? I guess I just mean like no one's sending me nudes. Okay, you have. Okay, these? all right, all right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, but. You know, or or Wait, like you're kidding because people are sending you nudes or what? I, yeah. Bro, tell us. Yeah, bro, I, bro, I'm getting nude left and right. Bro, bro, bro. I've got. Bro, I, I I've <laughs> probably got 600 s- s- nudes in my. Just no. like <laughs> bragging. I have 600. 600. Wow, we. <laughs> 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 My phone has 600 <laughs> photos in it. This phone's incredible. <laughs> you guys, you got to get this phone. My particular phone. 
kidding. Wait, you bought it? You bought it with the nudes on it? Yes, yeah, yeah, It yeah. came with the nudes? A guy in the street said, hey, you like nude photos? I go, love them. Can't get enough of them. It's like, well, you know, this phone has 600 of them. I'm like, name a price. And he said, <laughs> what was the price? $1 per nude, my man. I said, that's like, that, that makes sense. <laughs> and so now I'm the owner of a phone with 600 nude photos. Wow. And you don't like it? No, because I think uh, <laughs> nudes should be celebrated, not scorned. Do not and covet, not covet my neighbor's nudes. My so. thing is just like, uh, I don't <laughs> my thing is I just don't want to type four uh, numbers into my phone every time I want to look at it because uh, yeah. I look at it a lot, you know? I've and done, it's... I've locked my phone enough times and be like, this is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. No Even if it's 111, I don't, I don't want to deal with it. Yes. I also think, uh, I, 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 I believe social media has four years left. Okay. I think it's it's days. So you think numbered. at the next election, so people are going <laughs> to yeah, stop like, using people, social people media? Yeah, like like with all these people like <laughs> leaving Twitter, quote unquote, to like go to Parlor or whatever. It's just like, yeah, maybe this is maybe this is it. Mm-hmm. If Trump kills social media, he will be the greatest president. <laughs> in... or or if it's not that it's just like let's literally just stop oh yeah it can still be social media but it's just it's just subreddit like only go to the places that you want to go to and talk to the people who you want to talk to shit that you want to talk to there's no need to intermingle nostalgia for like message board internet (laughs) that was like Oh yeah, sick! I found this like great message board where where yeah. like you know people are gonna talk about like fucking Radiohead albums for for <laughs> forever. Just like man, I just I miss that. I mean, I'm sure it's yeah. out there in some form, <laughs> but man, I miss that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time when like your Twitter feed was just your friends talking about bullshit you enjoyed, <laughs> not like I have decided to weigh in on the thing that we're all depressed about today. Yeah, exactly. But you you see that before you know what we're all depressed about. And then you see people calling that, and it takes you so long to dig before you find out where else. What should I be worried about? My favorite thing, though, right now about Twitter is when in trending or explore, whatever you're looking, when it tries to explain why this thing is fucking trending, (laughs) it has to be as objective as possible. Oh, yeah. Many Twitter users seem to be upset at the alleged crimes of this person. However, many other people are saying that, that, yeah. that you know he had every right to do it. Like, they have to play both sides so evenly. They can't <laughs> oh. just be like, this guy tweeted something <laughs> stupid. Like, that's it. That's it. They're, it's like, nope. That's like recently it was like, people are talking about Army Hammer. Why? <laughs> uh, exactly. Just figure it out for yourself. Yep. They can't we, ever go do anything like that, but yeah. We don't want to get a libel lawsuit on our hands, so just, you know, look into it. <laughs> yeah, we can tell how so good the frenzy. movie is so because this we just, like, cannot talk happened. about it. And yeah, <laughs> like, I love that. It's like... <laughs> yeah. It is one of those. It's like, I, I don't know what else to say besides, yeah, there's... Yeah, like, it, it is kind uh, of like... It really struck me as, and like... And guy strangles and rapes like, people. This, yeah. this movie comes out in 1972, good. which, by the way, I want to say... I want to correct myself from earlier in that Godfather also came out in 1972. I had the years wrong, and I... I, I fact checked myself live on the show wow um so this movie comes out in 1972 hitchcock is like way Ooh. past his his commercial and artistic peak and this yeah. movie really feels kind of like him trying to like play his hits in a way where it's just like he's trying to recapture 
uh, like some kind of notoriety because like there's there's the classic mistaken identity plot, you know, which is like in every other Hitchcock movie of, of all time. And there's yes. also like I it struck me like the like the gratuitous mm-hmm. like depictions of violence against women. It almost felt to me like Hitchcock being like, well, how can I get like I I've done everything. Like how can I get really crazy? Like what's my last thing I haven't tried and like this is it and like right I don't even think right. it's like the modern day lens that we are watching it through I just I don't think those sequences are good I, I don't think they're cut particularly interestingly I don't think there's like there's there's very much like like no there's no tension in them really it's just kind of like a straightforward depiction of violence and I was just like it's disappointing coming from that guy yeah Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It feels like almost he's like, oh, is, is this what you guys totally. want? Well, eat it. Is this what you want? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I still got it. Fine. Here's this. And it's like, well. It's interesting because, too, like, good. I think this is, I mean, at least as far as yeah. the ones we've covered on this podcast, the first time with nudity in his movies, and it's very off-putting. Like explicit. Like, yeah. 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 There's like, I, like three boobs in this movie. Yeah. And you're just like, each time it's like, we don't need to see this. And it's just, yeah. Especially too, it's like you get those, all those scenes feel so like shocking. It, it, it totally just yeah. is very uneven. I feel like at times, cause then it, it'll go from like, oh, isn't this like so graphic and real to then like, Ooh, have you heard about these <laughs> things called rapist murderers? <laughs> and it's just like, Oh Lord. It's just like, yeah. yes, they feel new. It, it just the way that, I don't know. Yeah. That's just like, it's bad. It's bad. But we're I dancing did, around it, guys. It's bad. I think too when the first, you know, the first violent thing that happens, that scene, it is a moment where you go, mm-hmm. "There's no way this movie can recover from this." Like, yeah, it's that's I don't know. It's been yeah. on my mind lately. The moments like, yeah, there's no way this movie could be good after this. The scene is just like, well, it's not. I see. It's not even a matter of like. There's no way this can movie can be. Good. I, I, I'm not trying to contradict that. I'm just trying to contextualize it a little more to be like the 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 amount of weight that has to be put on the other side of the scale to raise what we just saw up enough to justify it. Yes, is yeah. so unlikely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I can't even like pay the 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 fee yeah. to 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 like give it a chance. Like it's. And you have to start being good immediately after that to me to start to hope that it can happen. And it simply right. is more of the boring conversation stuff right after. And it's, yeah, not great. And then, but I did want to say, yes, I, if, if, if I have a favorite moment of this movie, it probably is his friend going, we can't, even though there, another murder happens while this guy is with his friends his the his friend who is like a, a plump guy and a naggy wife he goes we cannot <laughs> vouch for you because we're going to paris today <laughs> i i wish you understand like you're gonna go to jail but it's paris we gotta go but paris. To paris sorry today. also the wife nags and nags and then uh, she goes oh i'm going shopping that's how we write. Is, do you think happens. where Sinbad got it? <laughs> do you think this is where Sinbad got it? Oh yeah, Sinbad. <laughs> oh. So then goes, whoa, 
There are some fun. Th- I was just shopping. you said the baby yeah. your favorite part of the movie, and I I was thinking like what is actually my favorite part of the movie, and I don't know. Uh, but there are some fun little character things. I feel like Hitchcock is like really good at having um, some of the, like the really really side characters like be very memorable. I'm thinking of the like the hotel where he checks in to like uh, have sex with his his uh, colleague at the bar. Uh, the like the old man and old woman who run that in are very funny together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're fun. And this guy, yeah, this guy, he gets 20 pounds, 20 quid, if you will. JZT, have you been to, have you been to London before? I have, have been to, to London England? before. Oh, yes. interesting. I, uh, I I lived there for a brief spell of time. I, <laughs> oh, I put a big Ben in here. Are we I gonna s- put a big Ben in the background? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I yeah. grew up in London. JZT saw the oh my god, over the, what a twist! Over the Thames River and was just like uh, four home. months. Yeah. <laughs> you were there for <laughs> oh my. I know where that is. I've walked <laughs> over that bridge. Ah, uh, London. All the towns, the neighborhoods, yeah. the sections. What's your favorite section? Oh my god, Soho! And also, be careful how you say "section" over there, man. They might think you're uh, trying to commit them to a, an insane asylum. Ooh, sectioning is what that's called. Oh over my goodness! There. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. It's been so long since I uh, grew up in London. Yeah, you got to revise more about this stuff, man. You got to—that's what they call studying—is revising. Mm. Pick this all <laughs> up from watching uh, In Betweeners eight years ago. <laughs> Jolly fun. Yeah. Isn't it? 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 Isn't it fun? I see you crying. Yeah. Oh, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? In British. Music. <laughs> just real quick, because I think it's been a long time. I'm just thinking of London. I'm thinking of England. I'm thinking of your music. Uh, can you remind me who are the members of the band The Beatles again? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. You got Paul McCartney. Uh huh. He he played the uh, he played the four string, the guitar or the bass, the bass, the bass, yeah, bass. You got John Legend. Mm-hmm. He was one of the singers. Chrissy's dude. Yes, Chrissy Hegan, yep. Tegan's boyfriend. Yeah. He was he was in the Beatles. Okay. Ringo Starr. Uh-huh. From the All-Star Band. He was in the mm-hmm. Beatles. And then you got, last but not least, George Harrison. And he played what? He wait, played wait, the wait. sitar. Sitar, okay. Yeah, but not on every track. Only when they needed him. You can't have a sitar in every track. Yeah, no, that's... no. It just they they tried. He wrote a sitar line for each song. They go no, no, yes, no. Yeah, that's how it went. <laughs> hmm. So let's just walk through that real quick again. Paul McCartney, John Legend, Ringo Starr, George Harrison. Yes, man. I'm just Great, I'm taking got it. notes over here, man. Colby, I, I had did no you, idea help? who was in the Beatles. And don't worry, JZT, I'll cover Kiss. You got Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, nice. Peter Chris, and Ace Freely. Wow. I've learned. I've learned on this show. Terrific. 
Yes, we. That's one of the things we're always teaching our audience, and we that's are the members of the Van Kiss and the Van the Beatles. Absolutely. Let's see. It's Any? Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Any other frenzy thoughts? I really <laughs> don't have a single other frenzy yeah. thought, and I haven't for half an hour. If you haven't noticed, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But well, feel free if you guys got them. I, I got nothing, though. No, see. no, no, please. You know, it is a bit of a... Uh, well, yeah, go ahead, Colby. I was going to say, so they f- figure out, finally, in, like, very unreal, in my opinion, unrealistic, elaborate lengths, wait a minute. So this man was here and that man was there. Thus, this is the murderer. After all, they figure it out. And so it's like, well, in the morning when the evidence comes back, we'll go to the, pr- we'll incarcerate that man, and then we'll exonerate our hero. But all while that's happening, our our main character, he's in jail. He falls down a staircase intentionally in order to go to the hospital. <laughs> Which go to hospital? There's no hosp- the dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go to hospital. <laughs> and and then when he's there. They, him and like two friends who are just also happen to be at the hospital, they 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 come up with a plan. They're all given sleeping pills, but they they don't take them. They they put them in the tea because it's England, you know, right. of the police officer on duty who then passes <laughs> out. And then while all the uh, hospital people are looking after this sick man, he puts on a doctor's coat and he sneaks out of the hospital. Out of hospital. Out of hospital, yeah. And that's just kind of dumb, I think. Yeah. It's 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 contrived. It's it's machinations for machinations' sake. It's yeah. just not and yeah. then he goes back to the 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 squat squad spot bachelor pad. Squat? Squat, that's what I'm thinking of. The squat of the murderer. And he sees this blonde hair in the bed, and he has a big old hammer or wrench or something. And he just starts wailing on the body. Wailing. And then, wait a minute, this guy ain't screaming in pain. So he takes the covers off, and it's not the, his old friend. It's a naked woman who now has dings in her head. Yeah. And we and she's naked, too. And it's, it's, un, it's uncomfortable. It's unnecessary. Mm. And then the cop comes. And, and the guy's like, oh, no. But wait a tick. We hear footsteps. <laughs> You're just describing the end of the movie Frenzy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the cop says, I know what I'll do. I'll hide behind this door. who <laughs> comes in. And it's the murderer. And get this, folks. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh-huh. He's not wearing a necktie. And he's dragging a big old case. Mm-hmm. Presumably to put the body in. And... The police officer goes, Sir, you're not wearing your necktie. Credits. Yeah. And that's how this dumbass. <laughs> that, that is the, the last two minutes even is like a little crazy. Yeah. dissatisfying to me because, like, there was a moment there. Like, I was looking, I was watching it on Amazon, and I was like, I moved my cursor over the bottom, and I was like, Oh, there's only two minutes left in this movie. And, uh,. I was like, okay, so this will be interesting. Like, the guy, you know, he's going to wail on this body. It's not – it turns out not to be the guy. 
the cop comes in and I was like, oh, wow, like maybe there is something at play here. Like usually in Hitchcock, there is uh, there's a mistaken identity case, but there's always like absolution. There's always like it resolves somehow. Um, and then I was like, oh, wow, like maybe here at the end of his career, Hitchcock was like more nihilistic yeah. than ever and was just like, yep, this is the way the world is. It's like fucked up and you and the wrong people get get uh, caught in it. And then in the last 30 right. seconds of the movie, he bails on that idea. <laughs> like, he couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to think, and I was, we're drawing from a small sample size, but of the five we've covered, I think only one has had a vaguely satisfying at conclusion. As we always talk about, Psycho's ending is very strange. This movie, Vertigo, where it's like they're hanging out, a nun we've never seen before goes, oh well, what's happening out here? And then the woman falls to her death, and that's the end of it. Uh, and then Rear Window, it's like them calmly reading, and that's pretty okay. That part's fine. <laughs> Rear Window, yeah. they read at the end. Yeah, Rear Window, has, Rear Window has a nice little ending. Yeah, but... Oh, and the birds. Yeah, the birds is a classic open-ended. It might start all over again. Horror stuff. Yes. Yeah. So two out of three, but uh, or two out of five rather. Um, but yeah, bad, bad. Maybe not the best of endings. What I said on the Vertigo episode though is I do feel like there was a certain era. You know, it's past it now uh, for this movie, but it's the same director. But where it's like, yeah, what? It's yeah, over for sure. We we gave you a two-hour movie. You, yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> you came to the theater yeah, for two hours. Fun. It's over. We you paid for this, and that's what you got. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, the bad guy got it. What? Uh, yeah. Get out of here. That's it. Go, go, go. Enjoy the year nineteen seventy-two. What were the JZT? Can you pull up what were the top uh, hits uh, of nineteen seventy-two music-wise? Oh yeah. Let's see. Top. Oh, Billboard. Billboard. I couldn't think of the word billboard. billboard. Top hits 1972. And now let's all, when he lists these, let's all <laughs> imagine Hitchcock grooving to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. First one, the number one hit of 1972. No, go, for, go, go from five to up. Five oh, five up. up. <laughs> Good idea. The Candyman by Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. He's grooving to that. Yep. Number four by Harry Nilsson, Without You. Mm. I can't live anymore. Yeah, that's the one I can yeah. see him getting down to. Number three. Okay. American Pie by Don McLean. Yeah, I'm sure Hitchcock loves the song American Pie. Oh, I bet he cries every time he hears that nine-ass minute They're like, song. sir, we're, we're, the lights are set. We're ready to go. And he's like, no, 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 no. The song has four minutes left. I'm going to listen to the rest of the song. <laughs> Num <laughs> Number two, Alone Again, Naturally by Gilbert oh, Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course. I don't know that jam. And number one. Oh, it's fun. Go listen to it and imagine Hitchcock dancing with it. Ooh, okay. I could see Hitchcock up. like doing like a, almost he's singing it, <laughs> like a performing. It's just you're gonna have fun when you think of it later. Now you're not thinking of that song, then. And I will be. Uh, nope, I'm thinking of a alone natural. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Ooh. Um, ooh. Okay. I found the original version on YouTube. <laughs> Guys, uh, not to brag, but I have YouTube. Very cool. If it's number one, number one is 
by Roberta wow. Flack. The first time I ever saw your face. Oh, so these are, uh, you yeah. know, more calm tunes for the most part. Yes. Alone Again Naturally is a little has a little more an- energy. Uh, so I could see Hitchcock <laughs> putting on some headphones and rolling up a doof and yeah. listening to these. I tell you what song I bet he was real into. What's that? The number 15 song <laughs> of the year mm. by Chuck Berry, My Dingaling. Of course. And just a gotta love a, no- a novelty track. You gotta love them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great list. Wow. Ooh, we got Starman by David Bowie at number 65. Anticipation nice. by Carly Simon at 72. School's <laughs> Out at number 75. That's, uh, I mean, yeah. It's, I don't know. I just feel it's the same way these last couple of years people have been like, you know, there are colored pictures of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. out there, right? They're not, they're not all in black and white because it wasn't that long ago. It's always fun to think of like who was alive and whatever happened and to think that, yeah, Hitchcock was listening to Alice Cooper is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's like imagining uh, Judd Apatow listening to Billie Eilish. Exactly. That's exactly what that is like. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect analogy. Alice Cooper equal to Billie Eilish. Yeah. And then Alfred Hitchcock equal to Judd Apatow. Yeah. (laughs) I I couldn't think of a better analog, dude. It's perfect, damn it. (laughs) Let's try, though. Let's see if we can come up with another perfect analog. Another perfect analog. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, you got the original cast of Godspell, Day by Day, <laughs> at number 90. And so let's imagine. Okay, so Hitchcock is listening to that. Yeah. And then today, who we got? We got uh, Noah <laughs> Bomback listening to Hamilton? L- yeah. <laughs> How does an orphan Could you death? imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine Noah Bombeck listening to Hamilton? Oh <laughs> the director of Kicking and Screaming. Putting on Greenberg headphones. himself. Mr. Oh. Greenberg himself. Plopping up the old Spotify to listen to... Uh, Hamilton? Noah Bombeck, Mr. Greenberg Wait is very funny to me. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Mr. Greenberg, Mr. Greenberg. Hey, yo, Mr. Greenberg. <laughs> oh, hey, Colby. <laughs> oh, you guys are friends in this situation. Yeah, cool. yeah, we live yeah, in the same I building. He makes like, me call him the same Mr. Building. Greenberg. <laughs> and he called and... me Colby. <laughs> He's like, hi, Noah, I'm Colby. Uh, please, Mr. Greenberg. Oh, uh, yes, Mr. Greenberg. So what movie, this was his penultimate. What What is, what's the last one? Family Plot. Oh. Which I only, they're in the movie Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a, a movie theater with a family plot sign in it. That's gotcha. how I came to know that Family Plot was a movie. Mm. And, um... You know, I've been curious to see it ever since, and now, oh, it's a it's comedy cer- thriller. Yeah, it certainly sounds like finding out that Alfred Hitchcock's last movie was called Family Plot in 1976, just, it makes sense. It's like, 
Yeah, he's reached a point where it's like, you know what my movies are gonna be now, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> it's tongue in cheek. With Karen Black, she, as I recall, pretty pretty hot. Oh, uh, it looks like some fucking uh, was it Moonlight? Oh, uh, Magic yeah. in the Moonlight or like Scoop? Late Woody Allen, like yeah, who's kidding who yeah, about man, who knows what? Ugh. It's a fake psychic kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm with Hugh Jackman, sure. right? But there are actually it's ghosts been a while in there. Like, that's couldn't right. Pay attention the characters are <laughs> the whole dead. Time. Yeah. Is there a great? Is there like a right. great late in life? So it goes. Director movie. That's the big question. Hmm. I believe because Alex Ross Perry on Blank Check, I believe re- recently ish one said it's weird. Most directors don't get better. As, I mean, they just hit a point where it's like, well, oh, wait, I know the <laughs> obvious answer. Colby. Ready Player One. Wow. I should have remembered. I should have remembered. Spielberg best oh, movie. Wow. Ready Player One. That's great. Uh, That's very good. <laughs> I mean, score. I don't know. I'm not a Scorsese. I'm not a Scorsese. I guess he doesn't there seem are to certain have people who would too many say people the Irishman, away, right? Yeah. yeah. Irishman, very good. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it, yeah. no one's like making yeah. their best movies in the latter half of their career, though. Right. Yeah. But how much of that is the about the stuff I was talking about in the Vertigo episode, which is just anchoring to, well, this is canonically the best thing, and nothing's right. ever going to beat it because you know it is just the best. Where do you, where do, where do you guys stand on the Vertigo versus Citizen Kane thing? Because that was because several years ago that was a big story. Was that on the sight and sound list? Uh, more film critics voted for Vertigo being the best movie than Citizen Kane. Right. I gotta go. I I'd, I'd say between the two, Citizen Kane's better. Yeah, um, I think Citizen Kane for me as well. Yeah, I, I watched so. it recently because, of course, like I, every other fucker, I saw Mank, uh, and and I was like, well, I should revisit Citizen Kane, and I was like, wow, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's legit incredible. It's an amazing movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like a well-written novel, but on <laughs> cellular screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Uh, <laughs> the scariest medium. Um <laughs> 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 <clears throat> but yeah, it's still it, it what we were talking about on our vertigo episode was like no matter what, no matter who they change around to be the number one, it's never yeah. gonna be before yeah. or after nineteen seventy. <laughs> like it's they're still always gonna be or it, okay, eight seventy two because Godfather, but like it, it's they're not going to be like you know what we've reviewed it and clueless is the greatest movie of all time <laughs> oh my god that one day you know what i mean who knows what was i th- I, I did like i was just doing the math or i was like wait a minute oh that's what it was i was like thinking last night like the blues are like almost a hundred years old mm-hmm. like robert that's so wild to like imagine being like you know, twelve. Like, oh, I should get into like music. Yeah. Wait a minute. This yeah. shit came out a hundred years ago. Fuck that. But yeah. So yeah, that's like us trying to get into <laughs> shit that came out in nineteen or in eighteen ninety two. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, it's like, huh? It doesn't connect. Doesn't really connect. And, and just 
it is crazy that like and then like well the rolling stones they were really into the blues it's like that's fucking 80 almost yeah 60 years right. old. Who, who are the rolling stones what is that? <laughs> you know that which by the way do, do who are the members of the band rolling stones real quick sorry the we don't know because they died in a in a submarine okay yeah, yeah. that information that's why died. okay big that, that's why that, never... they were they they were very popular and then all of the members went into a Exactly. Yes, that's yeah, what that song "American Pie. Pie" is about. Yes. It's about the day the members of the Rolling Stones got in the <laughs> shall rename, <laughs> remain nameless. <laughs> Which uh, it was actually going to be a ride at Disney World UK, uh, ride a submarine, <laughs> and they they invited. Wait, the their, their twenty thousand leagues under the sea ride was going to yes. be a Rolling Stones themed, and uh... and then all the members they were invited like, come on and try, test out the ride. And the day it was supposed <laughs> to open was the day it happened. Yeah. It's it's like uh it's like uh uh superstar limousine yeah. <laughs> in, in California Adventures coming hot off the heels of uh, Princess Diana. Yeah. It, it's real rough. Real rough. So they said, "All right, we're canceling in honor of the dead members of the Rolling Stones. We're canceling Ooh, names we do not know." We don't know. <laughs> 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 but we love so much. We love so much. We will honor those five. God, I just wish we men. wrote down those men's names. And it sucks because on the way into the submarine, a little boy was like, "Mr. Rolling Stones, can you sign an autograph?" I go on the way back, little boy. And what? who did that little boy grow up to be? Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's wait, why he always Fesh, pays gotta, tribute to them. Is you uh, said you Scorsese head? Yeah. He was visiting. I yeah. I gotta tell you, I'm not a big Scorsese this is such guy. A I got a couple I like. Don't get me I wrong. I feel I'm like, not... well, like yeah. I really like him, and like I did like a, a you know, <laughs> oh, okay. The, the guy you do a paper on in college is the guy you love forever on some level. Sure. But, but I, I also feel like, like, <laughs> sure, sure. I, there have been just so many crappy ones in the last couple of years. Like, like there was a list when the Irishman came out that was like. That you know all the Scorsese movies ranked, sure. and then like Shutter Island was like number four, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here with that!" Yeah, it's it's it is. <laughs> I didn't even him. know that was him, honestly. <laughs> uh, I, I I I yeah, I don't uh, you know I he was just never yeah, really yeah. on my radar other than like an Animaniacs level specific. Uh, but so right. I'd see a movie. And like it, and then find out it was him, or I'd see a movie and not like it, and then find out it was him, and then I was like, oh, okay. So I don't really have a full grasp on him, but there's like right, a right. few things that I'm but like, oh, that's really good. You're just like, and it happens I gotta to be see all of them now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, not at all, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, I do think, uh, you know, there's some. There, I have plenty of blind spots too, yeah. and I do think, yeah, I probably love Raging Bull. I just haven't got around to it. Uh, I need to see that again. I watched yeah. that in high school. Um, We've also, but yeah. I, oh yeah. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. gonna say too, Colby. Have you experienced? Are there certain movies you watched like in high school because you're like, I like movies. I want to see the best ones. Oh, one hundred. And then you're just like a child. Two, I don't understand two big this. Ones come to yeah. mind right and then you away. go later. Like, one oh, okay. is two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is Apocalypse Now. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, two thousand one. I, I, I got to see 2001 oh, when there was bet, like yeah, a, um, kid, there was like a, a 70 millimeter road show a couple years ago in in New York and it came through the Village East Cinema and I got to see it there and I was like okay now I'm 
I'm like I understand this at least like what's at least a little bit better of like what's going on. Yeah. Oh my god, the first time. Because the first time you put it on your <laughs> yeah no the, the first, first time you I had it on your iPod it, Nano just, or like, in my like <laughs> what like twenty eight inch basement TV uh you know like with my dad and just being like is this ape thing gonna yeah. end like forty five minutes in you know like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh but yeah, I, that's a big thing I always talk about too. Is it's like I, I, as much as I'm a big you know junk food film guy, but like I understand that not everything needs to be that. I also understand that yeah. we don't, the rules don't have to function the same way for every piece of art, which is to say, <laughs> I don't know that we need 2001 uh, uh, on VHS. I don't think, <laughs> like yeah, I think that's I an experience you. that was meant exclusively for movie theaters. Uh, and w- while we're getting closer to replicating the theater experience at home, it's still never yeah. fully going to be the same unless you're super rich. So <laughs> just r- keep putting 2001 back in theaters like periodically because like, that's how it's meant to be enjoyed. Where like big time film execs were like, yeah, the pandemic really made me invest in my home theater setup. So I got a, I got a huge screen. I got a popcorn maker <laughs> from the den. Like I was like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah it, it's i don't know i still i still wish there was some movie out there that incorporated <laughs> it, it shows one time a day and it incorporates a, a, a performer entering the theater to say something to somebody <laughs> on screen and then <laughs> yeah that'll yeah. never happen because you can't put that on blu-ray or 4k you know that gets into my idea for the metal gear solid movie let's hear it which is just have a showdown with psycho mantis and intentionally have the projector break during the scene yeah gremlins 2 sleeves and then everyone's like wait what oh this is so weird when i went and saw metal gear solid the projector broke during ultra mantis part psycho mantis part that was in every everyone oh that'd be fun and so when it comes so it's like a like planet terror type thing or it jump cuts and you've beaten psycho mantis yes gotcha which are they gonna do probably not will the metal gear solid beat movie be probably pretty boring probably but. I would say there's a 100% chance <laughs> of that because the thing that's fun about those games is that you're playing them. <laughs> you're playing them. There's a very comp. Yeah. Yeah. I think the rest of the part uh, where, where, where you remove that element is significantly less fun. Watching somebody sneak around a thing isn't as fun as playing as the guy sneaking around a thing. Now, will it be stylized? Will they have an exclamation point over somebody's head when they see somebody? Or are they going to be like, that's too Scott Pilgrim, we can't do that? See, that's the thing. I think the director they got is a boring person. It's Mm. the guy who did Kong Skull Island. Sure. So it's probably not going to make any bold, fun choices like that. Yeah. It'll probably just be like a kind of semi-serious espionage thriller, a la the sum of all fears. Right, and that's the thing. It's like whenever he talks about the Uncharted movie happening, it's like, cool, those <laughs> games are just doing Indiana Jones, but they don't have the rights to Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. There's no point in making an Uncharted movie. Like, yeah. Even like Romancing the Stone is an Uncharted <laughs> movie. Like, yes. Just go watch a movie and you have an Uncharted movie. They also are like unmemorable. Like, they're fun to play. They're His unmemorable is, The stories. character's name is Drake. <laughs> like, that's all you need to know. It's yeah. like, yeah, who cares? No one cares about this. This guy's Ed, name's Drake. 
it's like every story decision is like, well, we need to get you into right. another stage to shoot more guys and jump on more things. Like that's it. Right. And then to it's the movie would ultimately all be green screened anyway. So yeah. th- the whole point of seeing it would just be to look at CGI bullshit again. So whatever. <laughs> Kids these days. Aye, aye, aye. All right. Well, I think we hit it all. We we've listed the top five songs of 1972. We talked <laughs> yes. about video game movies. What else could you cover in a Hitchcock month? Let's see. Oh, oh my God! You guys, breaking news! I'm Whoa. getting an update from the Adobe the Flash, Flash player. player. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. cool. Wow. That's awesome. Mine stopped talking. Wow, you heard it here, folks. A Flash player Congratu- update. Yeah. Congratulations, dude. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're Kobe, right. you just gotta. You're right. Keep Don't it, beg. Keep Chugging, just play man. it cool, Kobe. Just play it cool. Don't. Yep. I also have to say, have you guys experienced this? Well, first off, do you know anyone? Yeah, I know. And like, who's gotten the vaccine I, I do, yet? Yeah. Have you seen anyone no. post an Instagram? Yeah. It's gotta be. It's the weird. I've had the weirdest experience where I get the. It's like jealousy, it's and then good. I go, "Yeah, wait, who cares? It's good that people are getting it." You know? I go, "What? They got it for me." I'm like. But then I'm like, well, yeah, people should just get it. It's well, you want some hell yeah. news? I got my date set up, buddy. Wow, <laughs> April fifth at the Javits Center. Vaccine hell pod. Yeah. How did you? Did you? <laughs> yeah, and- I haven't been to the Javits Center since Comic Con <laughs> of 2014. That's good. Yeah. Did you get the? Did this come about through Workfest or did you just? Yeah. Go, okay. Uh, I I work in a, a you know a homeless shelter now, so that's because it's a congregate space uh as of the 12th we were allowed to uh or 15th we were allowed to schedule one and i was like great i'll (laughs) get it done soon and then i'm like oh not till april great (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm pumped i'm trying to get my mom vaccinated you know trying to be a good son and help her out and be on the on the on the cusp of it and then they lowered the like minimum age to like 65 and she is 64 it's like well Uh rats but when's her birthday august so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so april of next year it looks like <laughs> i know oh my it's wild yeah but we're friends know. it's gonna we're, be fine it's all gonna be fine yes we're friends <laughs> we're having fun we're on zoom we love hitchcock <laughs> yeah. we <know> we're... <laughs> yeah love Love vaccines. Vaccines. We love. But yeah, that's the end of Hitchcock, buddy. Thanks yes. for coming by, Alfred. But <laughs> that's uh, right. Uh, now cool. we're moving on to real films. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell them what's next, JCT? Folks, we're getting it. We we fucked around with the old British man, and it's time to fuck around with another old man. Only this old man looks young forever because he's a vampire. Oh, you're talking about Edward Cullen. Yep. <laughs> Folks. Whoa. What better way awesome. for... We're covering what? the Twilight oh. movies, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Because next... And then under... In between those Twilight movies, next month, of course, is February. Yes, <laughs> but Feb. here it's... Feb. Brewery. <laughs> Like brewing we're gonna beer? T- uh uh Like brewing like a, a witch's l- cauldron. Yes, we're going to talk both versions of The Witches. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we are a horror movie podcast. Damn straight. We're sick and twisted. We love horror movies. Deal with it. 
Uh, so look forward to all of that. Yes. And as we close it up, uh, Colby, you got any? Sure, yeah. Uh, so I, I've been doing this uh, this new podcast with Amir Khan uh, that is called Honey Baby Sweetie Love, and it is a fake dating show where we parody all of the like shows where comedians go on and talk about their love Ooh. lives. So uh, people should check that out if they're sick of that shit and want to make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Hell Great. yeah. Sounds good. Like that. I won't say who, but I was on a sketch team with someone who is now married to this person. And she goes, I, he broke up with me. I didn't know why. And then he went on a podcast and talked about it for two hours. Oh, God. And I found out why he broke up with me through that podcast. Was that inspiration for your say anything sketch, JZT? Yes, it was. <laughs> Very cool. And now they're married and they have a baby. <laughs> and I think... She's probably joked about she. I think she has a podcast of her own now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we can all agree dating's tough, isn't it? Yes, it's called Honey Baby Boy, Sweetie. Oh well, that looks fun. Can you and repeat that title just one more time? Anywhere you get your podcast, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Well, uh, what a wonderful podcast as we melt into February, the month of love. <laughs> Right? Hey. That's uh, what's up. You got, you got Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. You got my girlfriend's yeah. birthday. Lovely the month, the day month. of love. Day. day of love. Hey. hey oh, wow. Month. Hey, it's my half birthday. Big month. Hell yeah. <laughs> my sister's birthday is in that month. You got the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. What else? What else? President's football? Day. What else happens in February? Groundhog Day. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing that happens in February. <laughs> February is a lovely month. As we say goodbye <laughs> to January, we must say hello to February. You know what else I feel like is a good thing to do in the month of February? What's that? Go to Pennsylvania. Okay. Mm. Just take a trip. To, it feels like a, it just like feels right, you know? Black History Month. Black History um, Month, yeah. Anything else going on in February? <sighs> Is that it? Did we list everything going well, on? Well, you know, February? this February, um, February 14th. Wow. It'll be the <laughs> one-year anniversary of Sonic the Hedgehog coming out. <laughs> yeah. That's, hmm. Weirdly, <laughs> that feels, huh. I was going to be like, usually that your impulse is to be like, that was a year ago? Because it yeah. feels like it wasn't that long ago. It's that the movie that, that made Ben Schwartz go back ago. to India. <laughs> like, <Yeah. that's>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we oh, love man. movies. Movies. Um. Well, great. All right. We love them. We love them. And, and so wait, we're not we're not doing a palate cleanser, right? We're going right into Twilight Night Twilight Night Week. Twilight. I believe Night so. Week? Hell yeah. If not, if not, who hey, gives a fuck? Let's go. A fuck. We make our own schedule over here, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Well, then we'll see you guys in Forks, Wyoming. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> it might be the Washington. Northwest. Yeah. Washington. Washington. Forks, Washington. Forks, Thanks Washington. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. Colby, thank you for joining us and listeners. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on a delay. We love. <laughs> Hell yeah. Of course. All right. Peace out, scaredy cats. No, you're worse. We love you. Love you. Bye. Telling the truth can be dangerous. 
Telling the truth can be dangerous business. Lying and podcasting go hand in hand. If you admit you were scared of a movie, then I was scared too. Could be your jam.